Hello and welcome to the Quietly Visible podcast. I'm your host, Carol Stewart, founder of The Bounding Solutions and author of Quietly Visible. This is the podcast for introverted women who want to thrive as leaders and in life. And today I'm talking about mistaking a lack of confidence for incompetence. And I recently wrote an article about this on LinkedIn and it has gained a lot of interest, a lot of comments. I've had a lot of people contacting me. Um, And I do believe that some of us mistake confidence for competence because I see so many women who have the skills and abilities, but they're not fully utilising them. And they've convinced themselves that a lack of confidence because they are not competent. But really, they are competent at what they do. They have the skills, they have the ability. They just need to uh, practice and build their confidence up. And there is a difference between competence and confidence. And if you think of people who ooze confidence but lack competence, I'm sure you can think of people like that. Um, And because they are so confident, they're able to blag it. They're able to um, get by, get through because of their confidence. And as somebody rightly commented on my article, it can also work the other way as well. But when you write yourself off because you lack confidence, you're not doing yourself any favours and you're doing an injustice to the world in terms of the talent that you bring and that you're able to contribute to your field of work. So what you need to do is separate competence from confidence and identify whether it is confidence that you lack or whether it is that you are not competent or you lack competence. Because when you're able to do that, it makes it easier for you to address things and do something about it. So thinking about what it is that you want to achieve, but you hold yourself back on because you think that you lack confidence. And put aside any self-limiting beliefs that you may have or whether or not you do feel confident about it. Do you have the skills and ability to do what it is that you want to do. And there are four stages of competence. And if you identify where which stage you are at, then it then makes it easier for you to figure out what it is that you can do. So with the four stages of competence, we have unconscious incompetence, and this is where you are unaware that there is a skills or a knowledge gap. So basically you don't know what you don't know. And then we have conscious incompetence. And this is where you are aware that there is a skills or a knowledge gap. So it's in your consciousness that you are incompetent at something. Then there's conscious competence. And this is where you have the skill and the knowledge and you know how to use it but it requires a lot of thought and practice to do so. So you have to think about it. It doesn't just flow without you thinking about it. 
and there we have unconscious competence and this is where you have the skills and the knowledge and you can do it unconsciously and you can do it easily without having to give it much thought. And a good example that I will use for this is coaching. So when I first tra trained as a coach, well not when I first trained as a coach, but when I did some significant coaching training, I was aware that I, I, would, I would think about the models that I was using, very, it was very much a conscious competence. And then without even realising, it got to a stage where uh, I, I got to unconscious competence, where I don't really give a lot of thought to, oh, this is the process that I'm going through, because it, it's just something that I just get on and do. So thinking about what it is that you want to achieve, um, and what stage would you say that you are at? And if it's conscious incompetence, how can you get the necessary training and who can help you with it? If it's conscious competence, how can you get the necessary practice to get you to the stage of unconscious competence? So think about, is there anybody who you can job shadow or could you volunteer in order to build up the experience that you need? When I look at myself, over the years, I've done uh, lots of different forms of volunteering, which has helped me to hone my skills and equip me with the experience that I've been able to utilise in my work. So think about how you can develop the experience that you need. And so if it is the case that you lack confidence, identify exactly what it is that you lack confidence in. By breaking things down and pinpointing exactly what it is, it will make it easier for you to address and for you to feel confident about it. So rather than giving yourself a blanket, or oh, I lack confidence, pinpoint exactly what it is that you lack confidence in. So it could be that it takes you out of your comfort zone. And if that's the case, challenge yourself and stretch yourself out of it. So do something that takes you outside of your comfort zone and challenge yourself to do that. But don't push yourself too far out of your comfort zone um, into your discomfort zone because that will be too stressful. So just stretch yourself until it feels slightly uncomfortable and then reflect on how it's been, what you've done and celebrate yourself for doing so and then step out a little bit further and then the more you keep doing that the more confident you will become at it and I remember the first time that I did a keynote talk without any presentation slides or any prompt cards or my notes um, because I've decided that I wanted to be able to speak without using those sorts of prompts. And that was a big step out of my comfort zone. But I did it and it went well. And so I did it again and again and again and again. And I've done it many, many times since. And the more I've done it, the more I do it, 
the more confident I became. But that first time that I did it, I remember thinking, um, I was in two minds whether I should take my, keep my notes with me. And I remember thinking, yes, I, I actually did take my notes with me. And I was going to have, have them uh, go upon the stage and have them with me. And I thought, you know what? I'm not going to take them up. So I left them in my bag and I went up without them. And it went really well. And I think I actually went better than if I'd had the notes there. Because when you have the notes there, you can get distracted by following the words on the page or on the screen. And if you, if you, um, if you're speaking, if you're speaking, and then you maybe forget something, then looking at your notes can cause you to to stumble, or you're searching on the page trying to find where you left off. So I actually found that it went better than if I did have the notes there. And doing it again and again gave me the confidence to do so, um, to do it more. And even when I did my TEDx talk, Introverts Make Great Leaders too, there was a point when I was speaking and my mind went blank and I almost lost my flow. And I could feel like a slight panic rising um, as I was trying to think, oh gosh, what, what was going to come next? What's going to come next? Um, and I recognised that if I was to let that happen, um, it would make me think that it was going to be a disaster. So I quickly shut down those thoughts and I brought my mind back to the present and I continued. And the thing is, the audience didn't even bat an eyelid. But no, if they did notice anything, they didn't show it because there was no expression on their face. You know, you can tell when somebody, how by somebody's facial expressions, um, whether you know, what they're thinking or whether they you whether they are looking at you thinking, oh, she's going to mess up. But there was none of that. Another thing to do is reduce the overwhelm because that can cause us to lack confidence about what it is that we need to do. And so if, if you've got an enormous task or the what it is that you need to do is just seems so um, huge, Break things down and get a clear understanding of what needs to be done. I often have clients who want to get promoted to an executive role, but because they think that they lack confidence around their strategic thinking. They think that they're not strategic enough. And this takes us back to the four stages of competence model that I mentioned earlier. And it's not that they can't be strategic, it's because they used to be he being heavily involved in the delivery and the doing rather than setting the direction. And it's taking them out of the familiarity of something that they are unconsciously competent in to either being consciously competent or consciously incompetent. So that depends on where they're at. But by breaking it down and identifying exactly what it is they need to develop, they feel a lot more confident about it. And as a result, they stop writing themselves off and stop themselves from not going for the roles 
because of a lack of confidence. Another thing that I see often is where people compare themselves to their colleagues and put themselves down in the process or they compare themselves to somebody else and put themselves down. And this can happen uh, frequently when someone is in the minority. So if you're introverted in an extroverted environment or if you're a woman in a male dominated environment or a black person in a white dominated environment or if you are uh, someone from a disadvantaged socio-economic background in an environment that's full of people from a privileged socio-economic background and so on. And if you tick more than one box, it can be even more challenging. So in situations where you're in the minority to the dominant group, be confident and strong in who you are and value the difference that you bring to the table. And you may have taken a different route to get to where you are compared to your peers, but you are there nevertheless. And you deserve to be there. Your route may not have been as scenic as theirs. You may have had more challenges and more obstacles, but this makes your presence and contribution even more valuable, in my opinion. Always remember that you are a unique individual and you've got your own set of skills, your own experiences, your own strengths, your own talents. So rather than focusing on what's different about you, focus on what you have to offer and what you bring to the table. I had a client once who um, would look at her colleagues and put herself down in the process. She was um, a minority, she was a woman, male-dominated environment, introvert, in an extroverted, extroverted environment. And she was um, black as well. And she was an immigrant. And so she would look at herself and put herself down in the process. Or when I say put herself down, believe that she wasn't as good as everybody else because she had an accent, because she um, was introverted and a woman. But when I looked at what strengths she had and what she could bring to the table, that she there were so many things that she brought to the table that she wasn't focusing on her 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 knowledge, her experience, the fact that she had been invited to the table, the fact that she spoke many languages, most, most people around the table could only speak one. But by refocusing on those things as opposed to being different and as a result thinking she's not good enough, that really shifted her perspective and shifted her confidence in terms of how she felt about herself. And if self-limiting beliefs are at the root of it for you, then address them so that you have a more helpful view of yourself. Rationalise things, put things into perspective. Um, and by doing all this and putting into practice what I've mentioned, that should help as well. But you might find that 
when it comes to the self-limiting beliefs that it's something hard for you that's something hard for you to do on your own and if so get the support of the coach i'd be happy to have a chat with you and so whether it is a lack of confidence or you lack confidence by identifying exactly which it is it'll make it easier to address um, and both a lack of confidence and a lack of competence can be conquered so don't let either of them hold you back and don't mistake a lack of confidence for incompetence so thank you for listening and if you want to increase your confidence influence and impact then go to my website aboundingsolutions.com there's a free assessment that you can take that will give you some ideas about areas that you can focus on and if you're not part of my high achieving introverted women community then do find us on facebook high achieving introverted women facebook group until the next time bye